I'm Samantha, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Tuesday. We all know someone who has tremendous potential, but is stuck by their limiting beliefs about themselves. If they could just mute their inner critic, they'd be freed up to live a life that they were really passionate about. In the world of mindfulness, one area that fascinates me is this idea of catching the stories that our minds tell us. Our minds, uncomfortable with uncertainty, try to predict the future and protect us from disappointment. It's like our mind has a story machine that spits out positive or negative stories about how things are, depending on whether we feel sad, happy, energized, or exhausted. But there are ways we can interrupt the story and rewire our habits of mind, which is literally what we do when we meditate. I have to admit that early in my career, therapy clients would come to me with their problems and issues, and I would sometimes dread an upcoming session because I felt this tremendous pressure to perform and to immediately fix the problems that were being presented to me. And this dread would sometimes paralyze me. It was truly terrifying, and I searched widely for a way to stop this reaction so I didn't burn out. The story my mind was telling me was that I was only valuable if I was fixing problems quickly. However, deep down, I also knew from therapy training and my experience that developing a relationship with my clients built on trust and rapport was vital to the effectiveness of our sessions. After much searching, I eventually found a solution. I decided that during every session, I was going to do something fun with the client. Sometimes I played a game or just invited them to show or tell me something that they thought was cool or interesting. It really helped us both to relax and build trust in our relationship. But most importantly, it helped us to get to know each other through curiosity rather than assumptions. I also learned to reframe the stress that I felt, reminding myself that the stress was actually coming from a place of care and concern, reframing the story in my mind. In my mindfulness training, I found one method to be really helpful when challenging this automatic negative thought process. So you ask yourself four questions when you have a difficult thought, and you may not get to all of the questions, but you might find it helpful just to ask one or two of them. But I want to show you how accessible it is by inviting you to try it with me as I explain it. So we'll start by first imagining a self-critical thought. It could be something like, I don't like my hair, or I'm too sensitive. Just choose whatever comes to mind, no matter how small or insignificant you think it is, and I'll guide you through the questions. So the first question you ask is, is this thought true? And often our automatic answer is, yeah, of course it's true. So if we consider the example of not liking our hair, our instinct might be to think about how long we've been complaining about our hair, and then we think, of course, I don't like my hair. This must be true. But then we ask ourselves, is it absolutely true? Meaning, can you find exceptions to this thought? And yeah, we can think about a time or two when we really did like our hair, when we felt good about it and maybe did it in a certain way that we really liked. And as we do this, the story starts to change. It kind of weakens. It becomes open to possibility and possibility of changing in some way. So then the third question is to ask yourself, what does it feel like to have this thought or story? And we focus on the bodily experience. So you might think about the frustration or exasperation that you felt on a particularly bad hair day and the way those emotions made you feel in your body. Right? Your heart rate increasing or 
feeling like he had very little patience after that experience. So really just touching into the felt experience of those moments. And the last question is, what would it be like if I didn't have this thought? What if I really liked my hair? And this opens us up to the possibility of being free from limiting beliefs and really embracing the unknown without trying to predict the outcome. And when I ask myself these questions, challenging the thought, I'm burnt out, sometimes my immediate answer is yes. And it's helpful to have that clarity and to be able to trust it. But asking myself these questions often helps to get me unstuck enough to imagine other possibilities and then to take a leap of faith when it's lacking. So I'll leave it there for today. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.